I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm HD Smartcast, and I hope you're safe and well. Your episode is about to begin, but just a small message of solidarity before that. In difficult times like these, living in isolation isn't going to be easy. But what if working from home, our own comfort zones, helps us discover new ways of being? What if this calm, this rest, it helps us listen to ourselves and the people around us more deeply? While that happens, you can find me at htsmartcast.com. Connecting you to the world of comedy, culture, motivation, news. You know, just in case you need some smart company. Thanks for listening. Take care. It's been a while since I started working and I really want to get my investments going. But as a first-time income owner and investor, I really worry about the risks I'll have to deal with if I start investing in mutual funds. With an FD, I know what I'll get back. But with a mutual fund, what if I lose all my money because the returns are not assured? But Monica says the markets are safe. Let's ask why. Right, so you want to move away from fixed deposits because what attracts you is a higher return. Right. right. Otherwise, why would you move away from something that you know and something which is giving you a short return? But along with this higher return mm. comes higher risk. Right. Uh, what you need to understand is that you are not really afraid of your money going to zero in a mutual fund because when you invest in, a, in one stock, there is a possibility that your entire money goes to zero because the company becomes bankrupt and you know it goes out of business. Right. But a mutual fund we know has 30 to 50 stocks in it. Hmm. Therefore, the chances that all of them will go to zero is non-existent practically. Okay. Hmm. So what you are really worried about is the volatility, which means the risk of prices going up and down. Correct. Yeah. Okay, so let's do a small exercise. Let's imagine we are back in 1980. Televisions are black and white. Apple is still a fruit and the internet is not even in somebody's head as imagination. And in that year, you invest 1 lakh rupees. Mm. You're investing in a fixed deposit in gold, um, in the PPF yeah. and in the Sensex. Okay. Now, what do you think has done well? Because you are asking me this question, I think it should be Sensex. Right. But let's look at the magnitudes. Let's look at some numbers. So, you've invested... 1 lakh in 1980 and now it's 2019 so we've taken data till 2018 so that 1 lakh has grown to 17 lakh if you bought gold if you bought a fixed deposit and you rolled every year it's become 20 lakh in the public provident fund it's become 35 lakh if you had bought the sensex your money is 2.3 crore Okay. okay that's the magnitude of difference yeah in the stock market over time 
See, that's great written. But again, yeah. who stays invested for 35 years? Now, what if there's an emergency and I want right. to redeem the fund? Or yeah. I want to redeem the fund and the market is at a low point. What do I do then? Right. So 35 years, right. I mean, who has the patience? And, you know, it's really about money down the road rather than after 35 years. Although at your age, in 35 years, you will be getting ready to retire. So it's not True, such a bad idea to think about 35 years. But I take your point. Um, you don't need to remain invested for 35 years to get this return. For equity, you need 7 to 8 years of investment. That's because an economic cycle or downturn sort of works itself out and markets are linked very deeply to the economic growth. So when the, when the economic cycle does an upturn, you will see markets coming back. Hmm. So you do need to stay invested for 7 to 8 years in the equity market. Okay. If you do want emergency money, you should not be in the stock market. Okay, all this makes sense now. But what if my mutual fund, the management company goes bankrupt? What if they run away with all my money? We must remember that when the mutual fund regulations were formed, it was in the aftermath of the Harshad Mehta stock scam, where banking, there was a loophole in the banking system which was used by this person to run stock prices up beyond valuation. So it was called a stock market scam, but really it was a banking scam. Yeah. But um, a lot of people lost money and there was a lot of uh, retail distress. Mutual fund regulations were formed in that aftermath right. with the idea that there should be no risk of fraud or of the management running away with retail household money. Okay, okay, governments worry when people get upset, whether it's inflation, whether it's a big stock market scam. So when the regulations were formed, they made the mutual fund structure as a three-part structure where okay. the money is held in trust, the retail investor's money is held in trust mm. by the trust company. So a trust company is formed, okay. the sponsor is the person with the, with the business interest right. who sets up the business. But the money is held in trust and the asset management company, the one that we call the mutual fund, is really a fee-for-service provider. Okay. So it is hired by the trust to look after the investor's money, right? Right. But the money is held by the trust. The trustees have personal liability. Okay. They can go to jail. Their personal assets can get attached if there is fraud or if somebody runs away with the money. And you can't run away with the money because it isn't held by the AMC, it's held in trust by the trustee company. So the rules are watertight. There is no fear of fraud or someone running away with the money. We've not had a single case because it can't happen. Right. But you do have the fear or the risk of volatility, and which are two very different things. Uh, but then again, uh, what if I don't pick the right fund and what if I don't figure out what is the right time to exit the market? Right. It's, this is what we call uh, fund manager risk. It's a real fear to have. You should be afraid because finally what you're doing is you're choosing uh, an asset manager to manage your money. And if the person doesn't perform, you're losing money, yeah. right? So as a first-time investor or somebody who doesn't understand how to pick the right fund, you can pick the index option. The index okay. fund on an exchange-traded funds, which are basically buying an index. When I said, if you bought the Sensex in 1980 and you held it till now, it's basically you have a mutual fund which buys all the stocks in the index in the same proportion and simply holds that. So you're saying then Sensex is an index and then there's Nifty. So all these Correct. indices. Correct. So all of these indices will have index funds and ETFs, okay. 
which use that as a benchmark and they mimic, they track them. Okay. So they want to get as close to the Sensex return as possible because they're holding the same stocks. Mutual funds do come with a lot of risk, but I'm sure this chat with Monica has helped us understand how to deal with those risks. It's now time for the viewers' question of the week. We have a question from Atulia who says her parents invested a large amount of money in FTs which are going to mature in another two to three months. She's planning to invest this money in mutual funds because she thinks she's going to get a better rate of return. Uh, she's scared of investing this directly in the stock market, but investing through mutual funds, she thinks she's she's going to get a lower returns than expected. So, Monica, how do you think she should deal with this? So, Atulia wants to take her parents' yes. retirement money and put it in the market. I would be a little cautious if I were her because uh, this is really not the money to try and harvest very high returns. Exactly, yeah. She needs to understand how much they need every month for their living expenses mm. and then work out a basket of mutual funds. If she's familiar with the funds, it doesn't look like she is, but uh, if she is, then a basket of funds which has a mixture of uh, conservative, balanced, ultra short term and then diversified equity funds so that the risk is balanced mm. and there is a certain certainty of income every month. Right. She should definitely stay away from small caps, mid caps and sector funds till she understands the products, is able to construct a portfolio or takes the help of a financial planner right. and then helps her parents with the money. So I would raise lots of red flags here. Do not punt with this money at all, Atulia. True. Yeah. Atulia, I hope we've answered your query. I hope you use your money judiciously now. That's all the time we have on Money with Monica today. For any further queries, please write to us at moneywithmonica at livemint.com or you could also tweet at livemint. This was a Livemint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.